Welcome to Forever Exiled. I am Justin A.K. Tags. Tyler Recker of Days. Episode 163 of this here podcast we've been doing since 2019. Pretty, yeah, yep. is it? Yep, is it? 2019. January, right? We started at the beginning no, of the year, December. didn't we? December. Oh, what a way to think, ruin everything. I think it was after ExileCon. After I well, came back from yeah, ExileCon. but I think... Let's, let's just do January. I don't actually know when our the first so episode easy. was. Well, I think it was December. Isn't that awesome, though? Like, if your company started, like, the last week of December... And then you get to say established since, and you get that extra year. Bunch of liars. I, I do love it, though, when you see a van driving by, it's like established since 2020. You're like, mm-hmm. way to go. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'm you not sure. If, yeah, those things only matter to me if they're like long. December 12th, 2019 was our first episode. Really? Yeah, you should have that, I'm sure, as like a, do you have that as a date thing that you do? Congratulations to us. On get out of here. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course. All right. Well, you can put it in. Anyway, I've already forgotten the date. I've already forgotten it was December 12th. Yeah. We're almost, almost there. Anyway, episode 163, Forever Exiled. Big shout out to our patrons, Mr. EJ, for joining our Patreon this week. Thank you very much. Thanks to everybody else who supports the podcast. We love your faces. If you're curious what Patreon gets, yeah. Besides, you know, esteem and recognition worldwide. <laughs> You get access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just continue to talk and uh, chat and have a good time and sometimes get disturbed. I'm thinking specifically around tacos, but you just, you never know what you're going to get in After Dark. My tacos, buddy, are amazing. So last week, was it last week? No, two weeks no, it was ago. BK. Yeah, it was what, way BK. Yeah, so, okay, two weeks ago. Oh my goodness. Were you not page? BK and Justin were the worst they were total douchebags and we had a lot Tyler's of fun by disgusting. the way like it's it's pretend douchebags but they were douchebags and they were totally making fun did you know people i didn't know this but apparently justin and and bk let me know two weeks ago that there is a wrong way to eat tacos there's wrong and ingredients tyler to put in it. tacos and tyler does it so anyway <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get in after dark it's always a lot of fun and uh, I am bringing up that taco actually in After Dark this week. But big shout out to all of our patrons. Thanks yeah. so much for supporting. We love your faces and we really appreciate it. You know how we're like 99% Path of XL content for us? Eh, you know, it's like, it's I like, always a go 1%. For like 73. No, don't be accurate. 1% <laughs> like I do it for the YouTube people because the, they're my the favorite. 99% is Path of XL. Well, After yep. Dark's about 98% Path of XL. Yeah, if you're, it, yeah, I mean, Although that 2% that's, uh, or that 98%, that's like high level. Like that's where we talk about the details <laughs> that you. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like I was just talking, um, there's a lady that I've been walking with, um, the last couple of weeks every now and then to school and back, or we see each other while oh, uh, we're walking our dogs and gosh, you're a douche. And, <laughs> uh, anyway, she has a young puppy. And so we're talking about dogs and stuff. And, uh, I'm like, you know, my dog's really, really obedient. There's just like a real small percentage of stuff that she, you know, she's disobedient on. But then you do the list and it's like, it's getting excited about people and it's food. <laughs> and it's like that stuff that of course could be incorporated into every aspect of the day. So obviously it's not a small percentage, but I, I hmm. do, that's the kind of math I use when I'm I doing uh, our path of Excel content. Anyway, accurate though, speaking path, accurate uh, math, it, it's right. good math. The formula yep. makes sense. It's good math. <laughs> <laughs> we math good. So, um, but speaking of special thingies that Mm -hmm. the whole like special events and stuff, the dates of recognition, November 25, 2006, GGG was incorporated. And if my sweet, get this, this is a wiki thing. (laughs) 
I don't know where I got it from. It's That's probably awesome. completely wrong. Uh, no, I, I think there was a time where I looked it up. So wherever I got the information from, it's obviously it's legit. It's got to be right. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I just emailed them all. All right. I want your incorporation date. I want your alpha date. I want your beta Anniversaries, date. Anniversaries, birthdays. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, I, I think if my math is right, 16 years ago. Oh, cool. GGG became a thing. So. Yay. Is that going to get in? Uh, maybe. Can you yes, try and remember to get my clap in? Okay, good. Of course I there, will. I'm going to talk during it. So now it has to go in. See, now Perfect. Justin can't get rid of it. Excellent. There uh, you go. Let's see what go. I can do with that. <laughs> Did you, Justin? No, I'm asking you. How was your hmm. week, Justin? My week was, it was good. It was, again, uh, it was busy. Okay. Drink number one. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And then I was like, do I say it? Uh, it was. It was actually a lot of meetings this week, which was fine. I got to do some driving between our offices, drink which I enjoyed. Two. Okay. And... I, we finished watching the Handmaiden, Handmaiden's Tale. So we're finished up to. There was just a joke on Discord, people. That's what I'm saying. The drinks. Uh, yeah. Every time Justin said busy or meeting, people were going to take a drink. So, uh, well, uh, listen, I had many meetings. There were meetings. <laughs> there were work meetings. <laughs> Go ahead and Family meetings. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, we finished Handmaiden's Tale uh, yeah. last night, actually. And I have, uh, in the time that I've had, which hasn't been a ton, but I've been playing still, uh, God of War Ragnarok on the PlayStation yeah. five. So fun, man. That game is really good. Like it's so good at letting me just explore and completely getting rewarded for it. But none of the exploring is monotonous. Like there's no, the, oh, okay. at no time have I felt like I'm just repeating some of like the Assassin's same things. Creed style stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they've done such a good job of like making the fun doing the stuff onto the side be very rewarding but also it's all intertwined story wise and no matter what you're doing side mission wise everything applies to the main story which okay. I, I really enjoy that that's been a lot of fun to to do mm -hmm. and like figure out the it's like puzzles right you're, you're trying to figure out how you're going to get through different areas and it's a lot of buttons though like okay. because you're controlling yourself but also as you're fighting, you can give commands to the person who's with you. And then oh. some of the puzzles require you to also use combinations. So I, I don't okay. know. I've been having a lot of fun with it. But nice. I was laughing with my wife this morning because my wife. I woke up. So we were just chatting this morning and she was like, how'd you sleep? I said, good. And she said, yeah, I was active dreaming all night. And I said, I had the weird, I had the weirdest dream last night. Somehow, some, okay. So also through this week. I've started taking like 20 minutes when I have my lunch just to, if I'm, if I'm working from home on that day, I'll throw on like part of an episode of Seinfeld. For some reason, I'm watching through some of the old Seinfelds. But my dream last night somehow incorporated God of War, like environment and characters. Okay. With the drama of Handmaiden's Tale and random quips from Seinfeld. <laughs> and it was like, I remember it. It was a dream that I like legit remember. And it was, I don't know, just cracked me up that I had somehow combined those three not even closely related things and created a whole, it was just a whole evening of them. And I had a great time. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, See, otherwise though. You remember what? some stories you always say about like, I asked well, about story last night, it so it was good. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Last night, so it helped. Uh, otherwise, the week was fine. My kids are doing good. Went out for dinner last night, which was nice. And... Starting to do some Christmas shopping, getting okay. stuff ready for Christmas, trying to do it a little bit earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was good. It was, uh, the weather's freaking freezing cold, but 
I don't, I like that. I actually kind of like this temperature too. Like I do definitely like the warmer weather, but I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not averse or I'm not against this type of, this type of weather, but it's cold, man. It's it, cold. We had some windy gusts yesterday. I had to yeah. go get my, my Did front you have door the power mat. flicker? Yes. Two nights it, ago. It always flickers, man. Oh man. Yeah. I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And then <laughs> I got up to go to the washroom and I was using the washroom and all of a sudden it flickered and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't aim without the Yeah. Lights. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. Well, anyway, just start sitting, week. Justin. You're old enough. You can sit without guilt. Without then you gotta shame. Get back up. Then you gotta get back up. Yeah. You know what though? Uh, a lot of work. The bathroom cleaners, they always sit. They don't risk it. It's mitigation, man. Mitigation. Right. And we'll get into mitigation later today. Uh-huh. Well, look uh, at that how was, segue. How was your week? Uh, it was good. It was normal. I mean, uh, yesterday was funny. Uh, I had to go get... Um, so we have this big flower pot. Well, it's not big, of course, but like it's nice and wide. It's maybe 14 inches wide. It's, it's nice and it's full of dirt and the flowers are still on it. So I haven't unearthed it yet or anything. And it was like... 15 feet away from my steps. We have it on our doorstep. It was like 15 feet away from our steps because of how the wind was gusting around yesterday, which was fun. And, um, and my mat, which is about five by three feet, I had to go get it from the neighbor's yard, like the far side of my oh, neighbor's yard. Wow. Yeah. And we have like this massive barrier of, um, rhododendrons and cedars the, dividing us. Cause you know, neighbors get away from me. Right. Yeah, she's no fantastic, by the way, she's a great lady, but, um, anyway, it was like, uh, almost like scratching up her tesla so hmm let's go get that and then nice. i awkwardly had to get it at the same time i didn't even know she was outside but i went when i realized the wind was blowing my stuff around i go outside get it and uh she's outside and i'm like oh sorry not like wandering on your property for no reason but yeah no it was uh it was that but it was actually really freaky for me because um i had a really weird week health wise and okay. so I didn't want to do, there was a few important things that my wife needed and I needed to do today in regards to like dealing with Home Depot and making some decisions. And then I have, of course, the newspaper wrote, which my whole week plans around because of the effort required. And so there were a few days where my, like my brain was just mush. Um, and so I watched TV for a couple of days, which was weird. I'm totally guilty. Like the house is an absolute disaster now, but uh, for maybe a like one yesterday while the kids are at school and then a tiny bit for the day before. And uh, I watched. Uh, Midnight Mass, Netflix original. It's a hmm. seven episode series, but every episode's an hour to an hour, 20 minutes. And you, so you haven't heard of it. It's, I highly suggest I it. love I, shows that are that long though each. Yeah. I really do. And yeah. it's just a mini series. So it's just like a 10 hour movie. Cool. And like, I, I like stories about the Bible, but not okay. stories where it's like a movie where it's just trying to convert everybody like the audience that's watching it I, I, I like it more just when there's stories of all these normal people like us but you know with good and bad and twisted and this but it revolves around like it's not scared to talk about that content but so it's really cool so this this hmm. priest um comes to an island a very secluded island and all of a sudden weird things start happening that people can't explain and hmm. it was very cool. I highly suggest it, but I'm still thinking about it and processing it. So I still don't know what I think about it, but I know I liked it a lot. So anyway, I watched Midnight Mass and there's some creepy parts in there that really make you like jump or it's like, you know, you pause the movie and you look behind you and you're like, I'm fine. 
yeah, there, there's nothing, there's <laughs> nothing behind me, right? So I actually like, there, I had to watch the movie with like hunkered down so that my neck That's wasn't awesome. exposed above my <laughs> above my couch. <laughs> and so it's while I'm feeling all jittery like this that all of a sudden I hear outside with all my stuff blowing around with oh, the, the wind, wind and then the yeah, branches right. scraping that mm-hmm. against the window. So uh, midnight mass. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Good. But no, I had, I, had, I had a normal week outside of that. I also enjoy this weather. It's nice. It's just, I mean, we, Justin and I right now, we're in like negative five degree weather, but there's no yep. snow. So it's just, it's nice. It's like a cold spring. You can bundle up for it. it smells like winter, but you don't have to deal with all the stupid slush, yeah, which we get a lot of. through most of the day at about zero, which it, it's cold, but it's like, I don't know. It's way worse if it gets windy. So yeah, the, the wind hasn't been so bad through the day. Uh, I, I gotta give you props though. You did this whole, how was your week without notes, which is impressive. I'm, I'm impressed, bud. Well, well done. You know. Me and my memory. What can I say? You and your memory. I was going to say also one thing I forgot to say. I went and got a haircut this week at a new place that I haven't been to before. Okay. And it was recommended to me by one of the guys in my office. He had mentioned that he had gone there. And so I checked them out and I, I, I wanted to find somewhere to go where I can book an appointment. I don't, I like What's to wrong be able with to your go online. Place? I've switched twice, but sort of the, she went back to working from her house. And so I would okay. go to her house, but it's just really hard to book it. Like my schedule is mm. quite packed and so i want something where i can like go online find a time that works for me and then just book that time i don't yeah. want to have to like call or text to try and like arrange what works for them what oh, works and for have, me. like a back just, and forth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just it, it becomes really hard so this was like you can go online you can book the appointment find out what works best for me and now that i've met this individual because it's it's a large group of guys that do this a barber shop uh now i'm just gonna tell him which days I want. He's just going to set me up because I tend to get my haircut every two to three weeks. It's actually oh my been goodness. every two weeks. That is so crazy. I, I'm switching to every three. My hair grows fast. And so, and even he said, you're he's not like, some is, sort of monstrosity. It is man. When, when he was cutting my hair, he's like, how long has it been since your last one? I said, it's been about two and a half weeks. And he's like, Hold, like even he, and he's not cut my hair before thought that it had been over a month. So my hair does grow fast and I don't like my hair to touch my ears. See, that's what it is. It is. That's what it is. But that's how fast it grows. My hair is a 0.5 on the side and it grows to touch my ear, like over the ear. It comes over the ear within two to three weeks. And I, I just don't like when it touches over the ear. So anyway, I tried this new place. I really actually enjoyed it. It was a, a haircut and a beard trim and it was like long. It was like 45 minutes, which also I'm, I'm not used to that and very meticulous and careful. But I am kind of curious because I'm not going to say, but I am kind of curious for people in Discord or who are listening that like to comment. I'm curious what most people pay for a haircut because this has ramped up quite a bit from what I'm used to. And I'm curious if that falls into really? maybe I've just been used to paying a relatively lower price. Are you willing to say how much you paid for your last hand job? I'm barber <laughs> experience. Maybe after I hear what other people are paying, maybe next week I'll mention it okay. if you bring it back up. Because I don't want to influence. I am really curious. What do most people pay? <laughs> you say influence like my wife says Ziploc bags. <laughs> yeah. Influence. I, so I'm just curious. I'm curious what I know. It, it's certainly for the average male because like my wife's haircuts, she only does them, I think, maybe once every, I don't know, month or two, but they're way more That's expensive. But if you add what? But if you That's... add mine up, it's certainly more expensive than hers if they're that often. So I'm just curious what people pay. For like a haircut or a haircut and a beard trim and i also i've always seen female 
people to cut my hair and having a guy do it this time was actually nice because he sort of understood how the beard was growing more so and like last time <laughs> she decided to just like cut this part out like she just took mm -hmm. part of my facial hair out and I have a patchy face so I need hair to grow because that's how it fills in the beard so when you take this part you know the top part on the two sides out all of a sudden it looks back. weird to like yeah so anyway I am curious if you're listening and you like to comment or you're on discord I'm curious just at me and say what you sort of usually pay because I'm curious what most people pay and how often maybe they go anyway this week in POE we got some stuff oh hold on for for the people that uh, like to complain there will not be a time marker but come to this point right now to start the path of exile talk. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a lot of recommendations for like timestamps and not stuff gonna on happen. youtube but we're audio only and we just for the sake YouTube of others YouTube is put it because we love some of the people on youtube but it's an afterthought and uh i'm not going to put timestamps in so thank you for the thought and the suggestion, suggestion. yep i uh, i read them every single time and i thank people for them but uh, i'm just not interested <laughs> i know that probably sounds like a dick thing to say but that's what it is anyway this week in poe we got some stuff to talk about lots and first thing is actually, actually a tweet i was just gonna Bex, say sorry but you go I ahead. appreciate that they didn't do all the manifestos this week because that yeah. spreads this out for us so i uh, i did send them a message and said hey guys let's just chill let's spread this out <laughs> sure you give us some talking points over the next couple weeks yeah, uh, but anyway, I do. I am really happy that they came out with two of the manifestos prior to us recording, because then it gives us stuff to talk about and not feel like mm -hmm. we're jamming in a whole lot of stuff. So yeah, it was yeah, spaced we out about? nicely. Some surprise news outside of the manifestos as well, but then also um, FAQs for both manifestos that were mm -hmm. put out. So yep. yeah, no, it was a busy week, and there was only two manifestos, and there's two or three more mm -hmm. to go. So. Yeah. Uh, but first off, before all of this started, before, I mean, we knew the manifestos were coming, but we hadn't received any yet. Bex puts out a tweet. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it because I actually Go thought it. it was really thoughtful. Um, just wanted to say a little something to all of my path. Can you of bring Exile. this up already? I, I read this note. You did say this, but go ahead. You, you told no, us. When, what's you the date? This says November 11th. So it wouldn't have been in last week's. November 11th was last week. You did bring this up, oh, but maybe it was after dark. It's it possible. Yes, I don't remember. that's right. Because it's showing 3 p.m. for me and we would have recorded earlier than that. So okay. my my apologies for. No, no, that's fine. After dark. Because it's for yep, regurgitating. Go for it. But it is good to talk about. Just wanted. So this is Bex. OK, starting now. Just wanted to say a little something to all my Path of Exile pals. I know that the last couple of months were a bit rough. There's a lot of cool stuff going on behind the scenes that we just can't talk about yet. Everything's going to be okay. Hang in there. I thought that was a really cool tweet to send out. Like really mm -hmm. thoughtful. I thought to me, that's like, you're thinking about your colleagues. You're thinking about your coworkers. They're working really hard on a game. The last iteration of the game or two iterations of the game hasn't really worked out. Um, fan wise, who knows what GG would think about it. But, you know, it's encouraging to like, we're working hard, but. We totally understand what you're going through, but at the same time, she's also being very supportive of the fans, whether you've been complaining about it, whether you've been on board with it. Like, I just thought that was a really cool overall message. Really thoughtful. Somebody mm -hmm. else writes, please make sure Chris is looking after whoever has to read the subreddit very well. Mm. <laughs> and Beck says he is good at that. And I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel I like, like that's true. That's good. Yeah, but I like, I don't know. It's nice hearing that kind of stuff because, you know, there is that fear of the small portions of Reddit that are very loud and 
you know, that are that condescending and derogatory. And so I, it was really mm -hmm. cool reading both of those. I really appreciated it. And it was exciting because we, you, you and I have been on that point and we'll be getting into this now as we get into the two manifestos that were posted, but we've been kind of on that page with some of the core changes that have been made. Sure, most of them are around Arch Nemesis, but we've had some complaints about where the core game is and it's been a little bit discouraging, a lot less fun. And so to have a tweet like that, like that's, that's the camp that we were in. So to have a tweet like that go out before the manifestos, it was, I don't know, like could have just left it alone, not say anything. And then the manifesto surprise you. But I thought that was really thoughtful and it definitely worked for me because, uh, you know, I kind of felt like that. That was nice. I'm going to come back to that and make a comment about that as we get through the manifestos. Cause okay. I do have a thought regarding that. Are you, you're not like me, like you'll be able to remember it. Yes, because it's been on my mind most of the morning, so. Sweet. And then, I mean, this isn't manifesto we but uh, Endless Delve started. Is it done? I don't know, but Endless Delve was going sure. on. Hopefully it started, everybody... it might be over. Hopefully had a good time. Yeah, hopefully all your listeners had a great time. And, uh, no I, crafting I, I was. I didn't play. I was debating playing, but I just didn't have time for it. But then I saw somebody post a clip of Mathildine to Roas, and I remembered how awful Roas are in Delve. I completely forgot that you can get into some of those zones and it, they start to res. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's not for me. But right. Thank you. Right. And because you don't have the normal character prep. And right. so I, a lot effed. of people on our discord were talking about how it was kind of their taste of ruthless because of the no crafting bench. And it was like that before, but it, the, mm -hmm. the endless delve event is quite cool in that regards. And, uh, Yep. So people were kind of mixing that with how they would feel about Ruthless. Obviously, totally different experiences, but just that lack of crafting bench changes everything in your mind. And mm -hmm. I remember forgetting that I could use some of those Scrolls of Wisdom, the last Endless Delve event. I didn't play this one either. But oh, right, because everything costs a Wisdom Scroll. That's right. Right. And but for some reason, I'm used to starting a character with what they give me on the beach, right? So I'm like, okay, here's Endless Delve. Here's my skill that I start with. And fireball. so I'm using, yeah, Fireball. <laughs> and I'm trying to do Fireball in Endless Delve and I'm getting all grumpy and stuff. And then I felt like a moron after I realized I could have started with a bunch of different skills. Right. Especially awesome. with all those white sockets they give you. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. Uh, massive week for obviously yeah, GGG, week. but massive week for, for fans of the game too. Uh, for, you want to just go in order of the manifesto, how they came Let's out? Let's do, do Jules. Because yep. I'm excited sure. about the Arch Nemesis one. I could talk about that all day. I barely even made any notes. That's how much I could ramble about it. Uh, but let's do Jules and ailment mitigation first. Um, I assume you read through it throughout the week. I did, yep. Oh, one quick thing. Hmm. <laughs> it, I don't know why. It drives me nuts that these aren't in the... There's a dev manifesto folder in the forums. Like when you click on forums, there's an, in, <laughs> yeah, announcements. It's not, it's not in dev manifesto. These are technically titled balance manifestos, but mm -hmm. it's driving me nuts that they're not in the dev manifesto section. Well, if they're balance manifestos, they're not dev manifestos. <laughs> so anyway, I want to be able to like click on the thing and go back and be like, wait, what did they say? Anyway. Search, search. Jewels and ailment mitigation. Uh, mm -hmm. Why don't you start? I've been talking for a bit. I, to be honest, I don't have a whole lot to say on this one. I'm, I'm. I'm actually excited to see the changes. I like the fact that they're doing some adjustments to make uniques a little bit more rare with regards to the unique jewels. I don't mind them changing some of the stuff to be around, you know, like they're taking out the unique jewel rewards, changing them to rare rewards. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit here because my head is torn 
on my opinion and my feeling towards it and also towards some of the stuff I've read regarding people's opinions of it. And I think my struggle is that people need to remember that it's okay for people to have opposing opinions and thoughts and feelings towards something without having to attack and be nasty about it. And my personal opinion is I'm excited for it. I'm excited, honestly, though, for anything that's new, anything. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I like it or don't like it. I'm excited for it. It changes the game. It switches up how I play. And I always have the thought in my head that they know what they're doing, whether I agree or disagree. I'm pretty confident in them as a company that they're going to figure it out and make the game the way they want it to be. So this one, it, I mean, it's fun. I like some of the new roles that can come onto some of these jewels. I think that they may become more useful. I think they may be difficult to roll now that there's more modifiers that can roll on a rare jewel. I think that might make trying to roll one a little bit harder, or, but I don't often roll jewels. I tend to just ID them and go, yep, no good. So I, I'm not a big, like I plan around a unique jewel. So I know there's some people who very focus on like, they need this particular jewel or this unique jewel that because, I, because it's not the way that I play, it doesn't have an effect on me that they're making them harder to get. They're more rare. Some are being removed completely from the game. I don't, I don't actually have a problem with that because I play with jewels as I find them. I don't typically plan around, I mean, maybe like a later build, I might do that. But at that point, I'm probably just buying the jewel because I'm playing in a trade league and I've built up currency and I've played a build that wasn't dependent on finding that specific unique in order to make it work. So I like it. I like when they make things more rare in the game and more RNG-ish and you got to hope that it drops. I do understand some people's feelings towards the fact that it's made it harder or will make it harder for some builds, but that's, that's just how exile. the game goes. That's every, shift. almost every unique in the game. Yeah. I overall... My feeling towards this was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. And I, I, the only thing I would add to the whole, and this goes to all the manifestos, I feel like grinding gear games is always in a damned if you do, damned if you don't position, which is if they don't provide the manifestos and they just come up with the patch notes, they don't have a whole lot of input from the community, which personally I actually don't care. But, you know, a lot of times they do take into consideration the opinions of others, which is good. The next manifesto is clear of that. Uh, a right. good example but, of that. But I just, yeah, you're, yeah, 100%. But I feel like they're just screwed either way because if they don't release the balance manifesto and they just come patch notes, then they, ha they run the risk of people just exploding and yeah. freaking out. And then they do put the manifesto out and you still get people who are like, well, you haven't, you haven't fixed it or you haven't sorted this or I don't like this. And it's like, okay, like you need to just chill because this is just a manifesto. We're still... A month away, three weeks away from the league release, they're giving us a high level. This isn't anything deep into anything. They're basically giving you the very high level of some of the changes and things that they're working on. They're not giving you the details. They're not breaking it down. It was the same with the frequently asked questions. There was a comment about people, well, you didn't answer my question. You didn't answer most of the questions. And it's like, well, th literally, you can't. That's just right. not possible to answer every single question. And sometimes, Maybe they can't answer the question. Maybe some of the stuff that they, they don't want to say, or maybe they haven't figured out, just can't be answered yet. So yeah, I and do feel bad. I feel like they're actually, in a tough spot. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I, with regards to jewels and ailments, I think it's fine. But I will say I don't care what comes out with any of the ban balance manifestos. My feeling is going to be, that's exciting. Let's see how this plays out. I'm not going to dive deep into it and go like, well... 
this particular part doesn't work for me and this is an issue for me and you didn't think about that i'm cool with it do do your changes it seems like they're pretty open about some of the problems and the next one to me is even more so an example of them yep. admitting and realizing that there were some problems so i'm i am excited about it i think it's fine yeah i i just i feel like sometimes people people get mad at me when i say this too but i feel like sometimes people just want to find something to complain about and I, it, I, maybe you might disagree with me, but when the argument is, well, they're taking unique rewards out and they're giving us a rare reward and those are almost always junk. And it's like, well, but the unique one always was junk. You knew exactly what it was. Some At people could plan one, around chance, them, but no, nah, you weren't planning around those. Maybe for like a couple an people, act, sure. and maybe half an act. It, they, you just weren't, they weren't like a staple to a build. The, uh, one, the rare, one that I actually think that a lot of people would benefit from was the mana reservation efficiency one. That one. It was so rare, small. It was, but it's still. It was so small. That sometimes all you need is that 1% of mana left over, right? Maybe, but not in Act 5 or whatever it was. I just don't think that they made that much of a difference. And a rare, well, yes, you might get some crappy rolls on it. That's like everyone. What would you rather them give you? A guaranteed amazing rare every single time? Like that, you can't do that. That just doesn't make any sense. So. I'm excited for it, but I was going to be excited for it no matter what. I think it's fun to make uh, unique stuff a little harder to get. I would rather see unique stuff be harder to get and unique stuff buffed, where the uniques that could drop are now going to be, you know, substantially better. That to me is a little bit more fun, but I'm I'm fine with it. The the ailment thing, I think rolling on, I think it's on the uh, is it the abyss ones that can roll the oh, the ailment immune. I don't remember the exact details. As we yeah, get closer, once the patch notes come out, that's when I start attempting to soak things in. I can't remember where it is, but I think it was that ailment immunity was rolling on the, I want to say it was the abyss ones and can roll up to, was it 50% or, oh shit, I wish I could remember where it was, but I, I think it's fine. I'm excited for it. I don't, this was my one, probably one of my least exciting mm -hmm. ones to read. I, Curse and, and uh, Arch Nemesis were my two I was most looking forward to, so. Yeah. Well, I what mean. do you think of that one? These two surprised me with what they were especially of course the arch nemesis one but that does make me think like what the heck is going to happen to curses like is the well, both I mean, of these be... were quite surprising so for me i like mm. the idea where jewels are headed i mean it's the same idea and in retrospect and i guess i never realized this because quest rewards have always been a part of the game the unique you know jewels have been in the game for a very long time and always quest rewards so it never really crossed my mind but it is kind of contrary to the core aspect of path of exile where outside of your gems you're finding everything all your gear which is including jewels is drops like that's how it works and to me in path of exile for that mentality to continue the only thing that you're getting from quest rewards are either passive points right which of course help you in that random drop pool right but it helps you in combat or the small help of having linked item right yep. so you have you have your linked i don't think you get gloves but you get a linked helmet boots you get linked helmet. boots and then this is so this is the idea of like to me the four linked that was act nine or act ten when you get get the four linked chess piece they're like okay come on like that's i should have had that by now but that's kind of the idea of quest rewards it's like to help you along while you're leveling it's not build defining you know what i mean and I guess I never really considered it until I saw some of the reactions to this manifesto, but that having like very specific, unique jewels that always did the same thing was kind of conflicting to how drops actually work in the game. Well, 
what I think and I would I would I so I actually like that they're giving you rare jewels but I think jewels as a quest reward work differently than linked items like linked items unidentified are still a big choice because you're choosing the base to me it's all about the socket colors you're getting a four link socket color right and you're choosing the base based on how you want to re-roll those colors right and so to me i like that that's a big part of just starting to set up your build whether it's the helmet the you know whether it's a belt whether it's flask whatever it is like you're, you're just you're trying to get those things done but for me if you're gonna give a rare jewel as something to help you set yourself up i think you actually my my opinion my hope and i do like where they're going but i kind of hope they have the quest rewards for rare jewels as identified because there's no other purpose to them outside the mods right it's not like you're getting the socket colors to help you out or actually finally getting a four link of that one item base but if you have identified jewels then where do i have it? you could have like one that's guaranteed to have like a something to do with spells something to do with melee something to do with projectiles something to do with minion you know what i mean and so that every class of character has something and they can see it you know what i mean yeah so but I, aren't there some mods that only roll on certain types uh bases of jewels right so if you have that but i mean that's that's a knowledge that you of course would have to have like anything else but if you have them visualized then you can at least okay i know i'm going to get a spell something so i'm at least going to get one relevant option here and again it's at a item level where it's just setting you up it's not going to carry you but i really like the idea of where jewels are headed and i think this even though i didn't know it i i do like the change or i didn't know it ahead of time i do like the change i did see hmm. some complaints about how the difference between so we're going on to um ailments now but ailment mitigation reduction and avoidance like complete avoidance and people were saying well just get rid of the avoidance and just go with reduction you know and i, I saw a whole bunch of different comments about how a lot of this seemed redundant or pointless and I, I I disagree with it because armor and evasion are two of the ver two of the three basic defense types in the game, right? Armor's all about mitigation, and evasion is that's all or nothing, right? You either evade it or you take full damage, and that of course had a little bit of a problem. So a few leagues ago, they introduced spell suppression, right? So you're not taking full damage all the time of something, right? Well, I guess wait, that's for attack spells. Anyway, never mind. So you have armor, which is all about mitigation, and you have evasion, which is just an all or nothing percentage chance. And I kind of like having that same mentality within ailment options as well, right? Like on that same side of the tree as evasion, you have elemental or you have ailment avoidance and you could have, you know, the other side on, on the armor side where it's all about mitigation. And so if you're the type of player where you like that avoidance, I, I think that's good. It already matches a defense type that's in the game. So I kind of like it. I'm now my personal preference for playstyles is always about mitigation because, you know, I, I get frustrated with one shots off the screen. So, and I'm not fast, so I can't do the play the avoidance game where I'm actually physically dodging spells and attacks and that kind of stuff. I'm just I have to take the damage because I'm slow. But yeah, I, I think they like did it. a good job too with that because the, what they did was ailment avoidance means you're just going to avoid it entirely. Right. Whereas reduced duration and reduced effect means you're just trying to mitigate what happens to you when it does happen. Right. And what they did was they made it so that the ailment avoidance was on abyss jewels because multiple abyss jewels, first off, rolling it's probably not super easy at that 50%, but also abyss jewels don't fit everywhere. So 
you have to, I mean, they do a little bit more. Maybe it would be different if you couldn't slot them into the skill tree, but gear wise, they're very limited to what you can do with them. So at least in the meantime, you could at least run something that was reducing the duration or the effect of them. I don't mind having both. It's, it makes the, it gives you some ability to adjust your build on, uh, on the fly with regards to ailments and I can see what people are saying, but then that's making the assumption that everybody's going for ailment avoidance. And sometimes that's not always feasible for every single build to do that. So yeah, I think it's fine to have, have all three of those different versions yeah. to, to deal with ailments. No, it's, it's just like the armor evasion energy shield. People have their preferences based on playstyle. Uh, one thing that I really like, though, I do like hearing from GGG the mentality behind it. So I'll read something here. This is about ailment defense. You often need to stack, so currently, you often need to stack several jewels in order to have adequate levels of protection, referring to ailments. We feel that this is an excessive amount of investment for how necessary ailment mitigation is to a character build. And I thought that was interesting, like for the mitigation, for it to not need to be a big focus to have an appropriate amount of mitigation. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a lot of focus into your primary defense type, armor, evasion, energy shield mitigation for ailments doesn't shouldn't require that same value of investment so they're saying i I don't know i like hearing that kind of stuff because it's like okay yeah you do also need this but we're making it so that you have just a few notes just a cluster you know what i mean that's that's all you need and so it was neat because now it's like regular jewels so these are just regular not not corrupted not abyss not anything regular jewels can roll up to 35 percent reduced duration or reduced effect Abyss jewels can have up to 50% ailment avoidance. Mm -hmm. So get two abyss jewels, you're set. You get three regular jewels. I mean, that's of course at a max roll, like up to 35%, but still, even if you're like going for reduced duration and you're going like, and you get 75%, 80%, that's still huge. Reduced effect at 80%. And that takes you three jewels. mm -hmm. I think them finding ways to make it easier for you to get that is a good thing because it is true that what it required before was quite a bit because you were also combining stats from the tree to also help you with your gear and then and then maybe jewels as well so this is good i I think it's good because you also always could just throw on purity of elements so Mm -hmm. depending on how you're setting your build up to be able to get to that ailment avoidance is should be easier but not super easy and i i like that yeah i i did i did find that quite a few times with a build trying to get to 100% avoidance was quite difficult uh, in the current state without having very good rolls on gear plus your tree hopefully you're on the east side like it just it was hard mm-hmm. to to get a build to that point so i think this is awesome and i like the fact that you still have to plan i mean even even if you had two max rolled abyss jewels you're either going to have to have the sockets for them you're going to have to run a stygian vice you're going to have to have something in the tree but now that's all you have to have right literally a stygian vice and one socket on the tree and you're now ailment avoidance yeah. uh, at 100 percent. so that is a max roll so it is something that's yep. nice to go for but it's it is cool i i also like that now that the values are much higher you have the opportunity to no matter where you are on the tree have legit ailment mitigation or avoidance like it doesn't matter where you're yep. starting on the tree now you can get the type of protection from ailments you want with two three whatever jewels so right. I, I do and it's I do fun like that. that you're doing it in a different way it means that there's not one set way now to get yeah. um 
uh, ailment avoidance, which it, it definitely felt like you either ran purity of elements or, or wait, no, that was only elemental ailment, but it, it felt like you had to be on the east side of the tree. And, and now you don't have to worry about that so yeah. much because you have the help of, of these jewels. So I, th I again, mm -hmm. it's new, it's fun, it's different. Yeah. I also don't mind. I saw some worry in the community about, um, what's it called? I'm, I'm forgetting the very easy word. Um, dilution mod dilution where it's going to be just harder to find what you want uh it seemed like the ggg seemed quite confident that it was like a normal item it was to find exactly what you're looking for with a t1 roll is probably not going to happen but if you're looking for one mod with a nice high roll you'll be fine you'll probably find the mod you're looking for but maybe not the highest mod available often enough if you're doing the chaos spamming reroll bit so be curious. One of the facts was, uh, isn't diluting the mod pool a nerf? And they said, if you're looking for a specific outcome on your jewel and have no use for ailment mitigation modifiers, it may be marginally more difficult to roll your jewels. However, the average outcome for jewels should be better. Yeah. So overall, I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited mm -hmm. for it. I'm curious to see what people that are actually going to give the shot a chance, not someone that's already decided how good or bad it's already going to be, but someone who's actually interested in that part of the game. I'm curious to see how jewels play out for those that give it a chance. That modifier you were talking about for mana reservation has been moved now to the regular mod pool as well. Mm -hmm. The and one that was on the Conqueror's efficiency. Imagine finding that just out of nowhere. Hey, let's let's just say roll it rolls it. with the mitigation you're already looking for. Easy peasy, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Want to move on to Arch Nemesis? Yeah, because the fact was basically just what we kind of talked about. So let me get a drink of water. I'm surprised first. they came out with this one so early with the mods and, and Arch Nemesis change. I do appreciate it because it was the one I was most excited to read. And I think it also was a really good one actually for them to get the community talking. Although this is very much a case of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I was just blown away by the amount of people that were also ultra negative. And I felt like I couldn't understand. I c it was hard for me to understand the reason. See, the thing is, when Arch Nemesis came out, we were excited about it. We thought we it was were great. very excited about it. And so was the community. Hey, there's going to be a single name for this. It's going to be awesome. Now you're going to be easier to see. You're going to know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You don't have to read all this clearly, white text. Right. That was very clearly not what ended up happening. And now I'm hearing some of that same argument that now it's going to be too much reading. And I'm and in my head, I'm going... Well, they've said there's two to four modifiers and at least those two to four modifiers mean something. And I get that a lot of people learned what Arch Nemesis was, but I highly doubt that there were very few people that fully understood what every single Arch Nemesis modifier meant. They might have just known dangerous, run away, easy, I can kill. But knowing exactly what the modifier did, it was just too hard to know. And for a newer player, that, it, that's tough. It's really tough to know what something's doing. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. This was, this one completely shocked me. Uh, it, me and I too. I have to give them props. Yes. Because they put a shitload of work into Arch Nemesis and they held to it. Like we thought it was, it was never going I think it away. was two leagues. I think it was two leagues that they did it. I think Arch Nemesis was two leagues three leagues that it was ago. actually a, a thing. It was, right. you're right. As a core so, game. But they held to it for those two leagues as, and we thought it's not going. Right. Well, like, even at the beginning of this league, Chris was I think I forget if it was Ziggy I think it was Ziggy who asked Chris at the beginning you know in the interviews like so Arch Nemesis 
what, what any any tweaks happening to it, anything getting removed. And Chris's comment was, we're very happy. Last league was where all the tweaks were. We're quite happy with the current state of it. And that was at the beginning of this mm-hmm. league. So I totally agree. You keep going, but I as well am completely impressed with, I mean, GGG put so much work into this, like you said, and I am so impressed with them that they modified Arch Nemesis and the, the just the direction, just the big concession for them. I really hope they're happy with this direction. You know, I hope it's not a concession that they're regretting and that they wish it was the game was a different way. I really hope that this is an exciting change for them and it's not just grumbling and then whatever. But anyway, keep going, please. I, I, well, I think for me, the Arch Nemesis would work great if Arch Nemesis became what they're doing right now, which is kind of what they're doing which to me it was always hard and they mentioned it right off the bat keyword mod names were not fully descriptive of what they did the mods often had multiple effects bundled which made them hard to understand uh due to the many effects that were included in a single mod it made too many encounters too complex which is true uh, and and then the whole the whole loot thing was a whole different thing but to me arch nemesis we talked about this forever and i've been saying this for a long time too arch nemesis it's not that the arch nemesis idea isn't fine like the whole magma barrier that's cool there's you can read the name easily it's just that they did too many things they weren't it wasn't descriptive enough which they tried to in their one change when they were like we've made these easier to understand it was like no, no not really you haven't really helped that but it was the problem that that didn't describe exactly what that modifier did because there were four or five modifiers that went along with it I want to see magma barrier and know that that's basically like a shield barrier. That was that. Yeah. He's got this fireball that sometimes explodes around him and that you, that's fine. That's fine. At least if that's it, then that's it. It's something that's visually clear. I know what the word is. So I like that they're kind of going to a direction that says, uh, mod say rather. So they're saying mods say what they do rather than having a thematic name that you have to learn and remember. I like this. I we used to have this before. I didn't really have complaints about it back in the day. I it, the problem back in the day was you just got to this point where there were like six modifiers, and it was it was hard. But some of them were more sentences as opposed to just a word like cold damage or magma barrier. Yeah, right. Some of them unfortunately have to be longer, so sure. it's kind of tough with some of them. Uh, but I don't mind uh, that I mean, though when it says weak to fire, resists fire. Like that's easy to as you get used to the game you skip over resists and it's like okay oh fire lightning okay and then but then you get when you're looking to see if your you know your curse is working or something then you can look and it still says resist to fire like you get used to where the placement of words are so i I still think they could go one step further and make it so that yeah when you mouse over you're going to see the words but make it so that the name tag has like an icon or something that correlates to the modifier that you know if it's Mm -hmm. doing fire damage it's got a little fire symbol and if it's takes less fire damage it's got a fire symbol with an x through it or so i don't know i'm not really sure what but it this game is not easy i don't even know how you guys do it on console but to target something specifically to know what it does is still really hard the game moves quite quickly it's very busy so to be able to actually dial in on what that rare has it is still hard and i don't know the solution to that but that's probably one of the biggest struggles with regards to modifiers on rares mm-hmm. but i this this whole change completely blew me away i love that they're uh, I, I do agree with you i hope that they're happy with it but i think that what they're saying is what a lot of people have been saying which is it just was at least for myself 
it was very difficult to understand. And I've been playing since Arch Nemesis was a league. I know what a lot of the modifiers do, but I don't know what all the extra stuff that comes along with them does. And then when you start to combine multiple Arch Nemesis modifiers together, you just have like some super monster, which isn't fun until you can just walk through the game anyway. So I do appreciate the fact that, yes, I'm going to have to mouse over and I'm going to be able to see it and I'm going to know at a glance what that modifier does. I hope in some way they're still able to make them look cool, like the dudes with the magma barrier and the mana siphoner, as much as I hated some of the modifiers on them. The visual clarity cool for some of those of... that you brought up were fantastic. Right. And you I really hope some of that were. stays or a lot of it's added for sure. Yeah, you don't want to see just a normal mob that looks no different at all, but it's got like four terrible things on it. It's, it's nice to see something right. visual. I think it'd be cool to see something in the name tag that somehow correlates to those those modifiers so that at a glance you can see them versus having to mouse over top of them having like a 10 word on. name <laughs> well i just want <laughs> a couple icons just a couple icons but you can't do that if you have 80 modifiers i understand that but well maybe maybe you can well, maybe you can i'm not really sure but i i am this was a i did not expect this this one completely i think you messaged me on the day and i was like ah, i'm not gonna be able to read it till no, later i know i messaged you, you really and i'm like it's like it. they were listening to us it's like they agreed <laughs> with us it's like everything we wanted I couldn't yeah, believe I'm, when I opened this up, I was expecting like balance changes, but this is like a complete rework. I mean, this says a balance manifesto, but this is a complete rework of a, the one of the most rare, core features of the game. Like this is how you fight enemies. This is how you recognize enemies. This is 99% of your game and it's mm -hmm. completely reworked. And I just, I, I love that. I mean, yes, this was where our opinion went, but I'm still so impressed with the fact that it is just a complete, like there's, uh, from my mind, uh, without knowing how things work, they can still use what they have. It's just very stripped down, very dumbed down, and who knows how they go about, you know, wording what these mods are, uh, how they're going to visualize it, because there's probably going to be way more than 80 modifiers now, right? You think so? I think so. I think mm, so. I, th I don't think so. I think they dump a lot I, of them. I think you dump some, but there's still some that make sense. Like if you come across an enemy in Act 2 and it has a mod that resists fire or resists elemental damage, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so some of them are, are quite easy. Some of them don't even need representation like the defensive ones, but the offensive ones definitely need some sort of visual representation. But I just love... I wonder if they're going to go back to the way it was before where they were kind of color-coded. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Some of these were too, the Arch Nemesis ones were. But there were My so favorite much line in the whole thing was it just says the gold in the new system are mods do one specific thing. I was like, ugh. It's so thank crazy. You. I just thank yeah, you. I, I can't believe it. You read through it and I had to reread it so many times. Like it's one of those things where you just can't wait for that change to be applied. Now, I'm excited for it. I, like, I know there's just, some people who are on like the opposite side. I don't quite understand it. And this is <laughs> To me, it just cracks me up because you had a community that was just exploding about not liking Arch Nemesis. And then they're like, you know what? We've heard it. We're going to make some changes. And then people are like, well, now you're making it too easy. And now I have to do. And it's like, yeah, well, how do we just different play? People. It's play. People. Play the game and then find out. Yeah, I agree. I definitely am very excited to see what this is like. And I just, oh, man, these changes like you're going to have so far there. They said they were doing what? Two to four modifiers for a rare enemy right? Mm -hmm. That's what and, they're currently testing with. Yeah. Yep, just to see if it works. And remember, I mean, they've changed that type of modifier from just normal Arch Nemesis from the time that Arch Nemesis came out two weeks ago to now they've changed 
okay so in this part of the game they can only have up to one and then this part up to you two. You could add that to the atlas tree too. They could bring that kind of thing back into the atlas tree that it adds maybe two yeah. modifiers or something and you get yeah. like a percentage increase to quantity or something. Yeah, so it was it was really neat. Uh they also said that a lot of the they're they're ta- chain testing all the balance values for all of the different mods they're putting on, but some of them are going to be juiced up quite a lot because now they're standalone mods as sure, opposed which to makes sense. with something else. Yeah. So that was kind of exciting. And then what else did they say? Uh, did rare you like monsters. the thing about special? This is the special hidden modifiers. What did you think about that? Oh, that's that's this, a big subject. That's magic. Okay. Can I, so let me let me don't right. don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's asking about how like increased damage oh, HP in and fact? defenses. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, under the new system, GGG says that rare monsters will get life experience, item rarity, and quantity bonus per mod, per additional mod. Which is awesome. Yeah, but I, I like that there's just a default life there. So that's not damage. That's default increased life per mod, which is really nice. So time to increase their life on the tree again. Uh, what else did they have? Um, oh, yeah, then there's some questions about specifics like a headhunter and how ignites work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I there's so much that I wanted to say on it, and I'm just kind of drawing a blank. But overall, I'm just so excited. I'm impressed that they were willing to make a change, but to me, the more that I know about my enemy in game as quick as possible, the more fun it is, the more Mm -hmm. I'm learning, the more I know what I can do. So hopefully, like if they have any of this stuff where it's like 50% physical, 50% lightning, and then there's nothing in the game that tells me that. I mean, obviously the situation is still a lot better than it used to be, but hopefully there's like, if you see a lightning skill, it's all lightning. So when you die by lightning, you can look at your lightning resist or something. Or when you die from this poison projectile, you can look at projectile avoidance or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully there's not a lot of the conversion stuff that's hidden, but I, I just, I cannot friggin' wait. Now onto your magic find bit though. Um, I like... I have no problem with how magic find works and I didn't have a problem. I know that you had um, some comments about it. We were kind of on the different page though, when it came to magic find for the last two leagues, because for me, magic find is always the pro and con of your sacrificing something for survivability or damage for the sake of getting more loot. And that's always the case. And whether you know which monster has a potential to give you loot or not, doesn't change how you're by default going to play the game. If you feel like the type of well, player where you, most. well, it yeah. So you, when you see that there's a high reward and you know this is a high reward person, you already made that choice when you were building your character. If you wanted magic find in your own build or not, and if you're going to be dependent on another person to come in and help you with magic find just so you can maximize that reward, to me, I don't find that as a design flaw because you make that choice when you're designing your character. You're either doing that with your character already so because because great items don't have to come from only one item from one enemy that wasn't the case with the previous arch nemesis system sure it gave you more opportunity but that wasn't the case and so i get it from a min maxer's perspective where it's like i felt like i needed to because i knew which monster it was but to me that's a personality quirk that's not a design flaw like that's just somebody that's like i have to it's like missing out on a black friday sale that's what uh, so, the previous arch nemesis that people didn't like. 
like the 318 and 319 version of Magic Find was like. To me, that was like people either nailing or n- missing out on the Black Friday deal. But, but it wasn't though. But it was, it was spe- this was specific to 319 when they changed that the Arch Nemesis modifiers would correlate to the items that they drop. I get and that. And the problem was, if you, if the, the problem that I have is that if you say that it was the, it was the whole like Diablo 3 loot goblin, mm-hmm. that's what people correlated it to. The difference was a loot goblin, when you killed it, dropped extra stuff. That's just how it worked. It didn't matter what you had. In this particular case, in order to try to maximize the reward from that loot goblin, you had to have very specific items and setup in order to kill it to get the maximum from it. And you're playing a game where the loot that comes from that is needed to build your, your character further. And it was such a huge difference between what you would get if you just killed it normally to what you mm-hmm. would get if you brought somebody in who had a focused magic find build. Mm-hmm. And that's where my problem was. That's, it's not the same as saying like, oh, I just got unlucky. This one didn't have very much on it. It was in order to get what I need out of that because I want to continue building my character. I need to have somebody else help me kill that one particular character that happened to roll those set of specific modifiers that will now make it give me way more loot than I right. could get from running the next 100 maps. That's now, where I had a problem with it. It wasn't devil's the same. advocate is why wouldn't you just have why wouldn't you design your character to take advantage of the core system if that's yeah, the, what you, you can't really make wanted. a magic find character that can clear all the content it was calling on a very specific type of character that could not kill anything it just had the ability to call that's it it had the ability to call with all the magic find particular modifiers on its gear it couldn't kill anything mm-hmm. that's it, its only goal was to come in and call the monster get all the loot that way you get the most loot that to me is that is a design flaw that's not a fun way to play the game yes and no because there are plenty of characters that didn't min max that that method of bringing in a magic find color that i guess we've been over an hour (laughs) look at that we're like 40 (laughs) seconds over an hour and my phone's dnd turns off i'm not saying that they that everybody needed to do it i'm saying that it existed in the game and that's where i had a problem with it was in order to maximize it my feeling towards it was if you look at Diablo 3 with loot goblins, you killed them because they had an increased chance to drop stuff, but it didn't matter how you killed them. That's what I like about this change that they're doing, because now it's like this hidden modifier. Granted, you're not going to have these little loot goblins running around that you're going to know they're going to do it, but there will be a hidden modifier that you will sometimes just get more stuff. That means I'm getting rewarded for just playing the game. I'm not having to try and focus on the fact, I, which I never did. I never did do the whole like loot find. I found that I killed them before I found out. I just got a shitload of whetstones. But I, I, don't, I didn't like the fact that in order to try and maximize that, I had to try and find those modifiers and then either use a character or a person that could come in and just call it. That's a silly design. That's a terrible I, I still don't. I'm, I must be missing something. Like what, what does calling have to do with anything? Like the I kill can stand on the back. monster is what determines the magic find in right, the quantity. But if I could stand so, back, I don't have to do damage. Who are you? Are you the color or no, are you the I'm player? No, I'm not the color. I'm oh, So you but just I, call somebody in who can call a monster. You've gotten down to 10% health. They hit it once, they call the monster and you get boof, a huge amount of loot. That's all they're in there for. Then they leave. No, I like I, gra- I grasp that concept, but what 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 am I missing because that sounds like any other game that sounds like the exact same thing that it is now except now you don't know who to call 
it still sounds it that's exactly it you knew exactly what monster to look for and to then find somebody to come and get it it's way better if you don't know well i i agree but to me that's still a personality quirk that's not a design flaw no, you're it's still not, choosing you're, at the beginning. The game is built on loot. The game is built on right. loot and currency. You need those things to progress your character. So, and if you're going to make it so that this particular dude, when it spawns, don't kill it. Go find somebody else to come in with all the extra gear. Versus now, I can try and build up some quantity and rarity on my gear if I can and still get the benefit when I kill it. But Granted, that was, somebody who's got, to me, it's still the same. The only difference the is the knowledge of knowing which one. That's the, the only difference. difference. Is, like, I know they're making other changes. <laughs> you I know can't make a person who's a current color that's built just to cull to clear anything. They cannot clear anything. It's not a viable character except for that one purpose. So the difference is now I can build a character that can actually play the game, try and if I can work in magic, find rarity, quantity into it, but still be able to clear the game. And I'm going to get the benefit. The thing is, it takes that particular style of character that cannot do anything else except cull and makes them not necessary. They don't do anything anymore. You don't need them. Well, to me, it's still a personality quirk. To me, it's still... We're going to just disagree on this one. That's not a personality thing. To me, it's a design flaw. I like not knowing better. But to me, when I came across an an enemy that I knew had the potential of dropping a lot because it was one of those loot goblins, I wasn't disappointed when it didn't drop anything because I knew ahead of time how I designed my character. You know what I mean? uh, But that's a personality thing. That's how you look at it. Right, exactly. And but if so you're trying to when, min-max a build in a loot-based game, making it so that the person who has a friend or a service that can come in with that, give them a huge advantage, is silly. I, it just is. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. You either sacrifice that for your playtime or, or you don't. Like To me, that's just how you and I would choose to sit down and be like, okay, let's start a couple characters. How do you want to play them? That's how it is to me. But I do like where they're going with this. I think it's a lot more fun for the general community to have. I know there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me, but I let the game choose. Like the the less you know about the drop experience, I think the better. I like the random aspect of this game. Um, I, I like that they're looking at the different types. Like I thought, you know, the loot goblin bit where all of a sudden you'd get 50 flasks. That was kind of dumb, right? Um, that one's going away. I yeah. mean, yeah. So I'm glad that they're going through and they're kind of filtering like what is it that people actually want a lot of and trying to figure it out that way and i have no problem with it being visualized i have no problem with it being hidden but i do like that it it does seem like it's going to be a big improvement for the community i like that the hidden aspect of it is tied to your increased likelihood based on more modifiers which is why i think it would also be fun for them to eventually add something to the atlas tree that gives you the chance to if you wanted to add more modifiers to the monsters because as you progress through the game and get stronger eventually the modifiers tend to mean less, which I admitted they did with Arch Nemesis too. It eventually got to the point in Arch Nemesis where you didn't care. It's just that ramp up was so steep mm-hmm. to getting to the point where you don't care. So I like the fact that they've said that the rare monsters with more have an increased chance to have this hidden reward special modifier. But I don't want to ever see that. I love the fact that you won't know. So just try to... In- it, what it does is it makes it... For, so a normal character who used to play a magic fine character but could still clear content now becomes even more fun because you didn't feel like you hit this wall not it's not a wall and it's you maybe you're right it is a personality thing it's just that this game is focused on the stuff that dropped from those monsters so there's I a huge be able to know, excitement when you know that's the guy 
I don't. I, yeah. I do. I, that you could also lose out if right. you didn't do it, which and I didn't either. I get either. that devastation. Like when I build my characters, I'm never doing magic find item rarity, anything like that. And when I see that one where I'm like, oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like I still knowing my, my choice, I'm still very crushed that I didn't actually for that one opportunity. Like I, I get the disappointment in missing out on it for sure. But anyway, keep going. Sorry. No, I just I like the fact now that you've, you for a person who liked to play magic find a normal magic find like where you were actually still clearing content now you feel like you're getting that reward again where it felt like before make something that's high damage make something that clear content easy until you find that modifier which i don't have a clue how people were doing that i honestly have no idea things were dead before i noticed they were god touched or whatever the hell they all were i i didn't know until i was picking up whetstones off the ground but uh, i like the fact now that if you like to play magic find play magic find it, there's no difference as long as you can clear yeah. the content you will never know besides the fact that you have a higher chance the more modifiers on the monster you just need to be able to clear the content and yeah. you could be rewarded for it and i do like that so ggg had a comment about that people uh one of the questions in the faq was does this mean i'm forced to play magic find all the time now and i mean that's a summarization of a lot of different questions regarding magic find and how it works now because of course there was the previous system had the opportunity for you because you knew who the monster was. You didn't have to for play one Magic League, Find. That question's hilarious. Right. But then <laughs> but then you would bring in somebody. But it be, did become a big talking point. For and so yes, so then did. it was like, okay, I don't have to play Magic Find, but I'm gonna bring in a designated individual because now I know which enemy it is. So now it's kind of like now GGG's saying, no, 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 it's just back to the way that it always was. So Before their quote is yeah. if you No, I already messed it up, and that's two words in. If you're able to sacrifice character power for magic find, then you're you'll find more and better items. That was true before 319 and is the nature of magic find in all action RPGs. Note that magic find has diminishing returns, so a small investment can go a long way. Now, this is how it always was before 319 yes. and I love that. And I do and I do really like that. Now, uh, to me the idea of hidden mods, whether I know about it or not, just the fact that it could apply to every enemy and the fact that it's now tied to the quantity of mods on an enemy. Mods, so yeah. quantity mm-hmm. of mods on a mob. Yep, got it. Well, it just makes it feel like it's a wholesome part of your character. You're not wasting that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe people did feel that before, I don't know. But the fact that now it's very obvious, hopefully that's uh, knowledge that I remember, but that Magic Find has diminishing returns, that's exciting. Maybe I'll want to, maybe all of a sudden now that one necklace that gives you item rarity as an implicit It's kind of funny that they say that because that always has been the case, but there's nothing in the game that tells you where that diminishing return kicks in. No, 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 no. Yeah, of course. Um, That's not new. Hopefully that kind of stuff changes as we get closer to PUE2. Now, things have changed in item rarity and quantity recently, though, and I forget what it was i don't know if it was only for maps or for was but how does magic find work now because they got rid of item quantity as a modifier and as a gem billion years ago right now it's just item rarity now for magic find to me that's improving like improving item rarity just improves basically the amount of drops you get so if a hundred items quantity quantity is how much how many items drop Quantity increases how many items drop. Rarity increases right, the right. chance that it, it's rare. But does that work? So, so if 100 normal items drop, the more item rarity I have, the more rares, quote unquote, will drop. Apparently. Okay. 
when it comes to currency, is it the same way? So my understanding, I have no idea if magic find has changed, but quantity was the thing people focused on for currency. Quantity. But how do you focus mm -hmm. on quantity when it doesn't exist as a mod? Well, there's gear with quantity. There's lots of gear that you can get. There's I thought they got rid quantity. of that, though. That's what I said at the beginning. Mm -mm. They got rid of, there used to be uh, item quantity support. Uh, support, I think there used to be, that's gone. I think there is still the rarity one, uh, but quantity still rolls on uniques. There's quite a few uniques that have item quantity on them. I swear they had a post not too long ago that's talked about item rarity and quantity acting the same on gear right now. They, they, they definitely have not removed quantity from uh, many unique items. See, it's so hard looking at Path of Exile stuff. The first stuff that comes up is from 2018. Goodness, if it's from January 2022, it doesn't even matter. Dang. Well, we'll have to talk about that in After Dark. I'll do some research beforehand because there, I swear there was a post about it. And yeah, I know changed. for sure quantity is still on a lot of uniques. That's why you'll see people wear. Mm -hmm. That's why the Ventners are popular and the Biscos because that's all got quantity on it. Hmm, that's interesting. And that's why you're trying to increase the quantity on your maps and... It used to always be, I can't say for sure, but it used to be that the focus was quantity, not rarity, because quantity is what increased your div cards, your currency, anything currency related. So you were pushing the quantity because rarity, the problem with rarity, if it still works the same, is increasing your chance to get a rare is not that There's great. There's so way too many drops already right. in the game. So it's not yep. like you want more. I mean, it does improve and your it chances didn't seem of to a good affect drop, currency. But... It'd be cool if it affected your currency. You know, like you're the more rare currency, but as far as I understand, it does not affect currency. Only quantity affects currency. Well, we'll do all Just research and more. we'll chat about it during After Dark. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm excited for this new change. I, I am, it was my most looking for, most looked forward to manifesto they were going to come out with. Mm -hmm. Balance, not dev. And, <laughs> uh, <Sure. laughs> uh, and I, uh, it made me really excited when I read it I, because I couldn't believe that it actually happened. Yeah. I'm so impressed with them. I am impressed too. And not uh, an easy decision, I'm sure. No, no, I guess not. And I'm curious when the decision was made and like, yeah, I don't know how much work goes into preparing that for 320. Like that's so much work. You know, they maybe, did a lot of work of trying to make it work. They did do they did. a decent job, but it was just, I felt like it was an uphill battle. They were always going to fight because it wasn't clear enough. And unless you were going to drop them down to one or two modifiers, when they posted that one, that one, I think it was last league or whatever, when they were like, here's what they do. I remember the first time reading it going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No way. I'm never going to know I thought that. it was just skills. Never. I thought they just gave yeah. you skills. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just, just the fact, like just when clarity, character clarity is something that GGG is pointing out, you know, stuff like in-game knowledge for us, uh, that gives me a lot of hope going forward for the future too right because it's something that totally. there's a lot of other examples from older decisions where there's not a lot of clarity going forward and this was discouraging when it first came out two leagues ago because of the lack of clarity even i know the intent was completely different and i know it was completely yeah. unintentional that like they mentioned like we are making we're simplifying this for you and it's to communicate better with you and then of course it unintentionally ended up being the complete opposite so just the fact that it's still a focus still trying to get clarity and knowledge to the user in-game in a quick way. Can't argue with that. 
I saw, I saw, I saw someone on Reddit cause I did decide to check Reddit yesterday just because, you know, yeah. uh, after you said you people, were never going to check again, good I for like you. to check it. Well, and I, and props to this one person who made similar comments about how, you know, give them credit where credit's due and to make changes on something that would have been so difficult. And it, it, again, I, I joked about this last episode. I think it, it, it very instantly made me go, no, I shouldn't be on Reddit because the responses were just dicks. Like, mm. don't you dare give them credit. What do you mean? They messed this up. Don't trust them. They're not going to. And I'm like, holy Jesus, guys, just wait till the league comes out, play it. And if it doesn't do what they said it was going to do, then make a stink. But <sighs> they'll fix it if they're it doesn't. trying. Yep. They're trying. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. And out of nowhere, <laughs> we got the name reveal. Yes. Just out of nowhere. And looks cool. Such a good teaser. The Wasn't music, it? the audio, the sound design. Oh, it's good. So good. And it was just like a big boss battle that didn't die right but away. like in a room with candles on them and with stairs that don't get in your way. Yeah, you could walk up or down or sideways on them. Perfect. Really, those are the best. But so yeah, uh, name reveal. Oh my goodness, I forgot to write down the name. What is it? The Forbidden Sanctum. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, that looked bossy. So it high did. Five. Coming out December 9th mm-hmm. for a PC. And then what, the 14th for console. I'll do and the damage, a, you be the magic color. For, yeah, that's right. December 1st is going to be the uh, their announcement thing or yeah. the reveal thing. 11 a.m. Right. for us. And then the usual Q&A with Ziggy D. Glad they're doing On that. On Thursday. Think. Thanks, guys. Appreciate nice. that. Good, good, good. And Anything then uh, the league itself is launching December 9th, PST, on PC and 14th on console land in console land. So mm-hmm. yeah, so December That's 1st exciting. and December 9th, PST. Can't wait. It's funny because yeah. it, it's been discouraging for me as a massive Path of Exile fan to play the last couple of leagues. And mm-hmm. I unintentionally took off didn't play much i was basically taking a break from 318 and just that break because i accidentally took the break didn't mean to but i was just so frustrated with the game and so super excited to get back into it but the same things that frustrated with me about 318 still for the most part frustrated me with 319 but of course it's like it's still my favorite game and i'm still playing through it and going through and just any announcement they make even if I was discouraged or disappointed with the previous core setup because remember I play standard. I still get excited. I still get super stoked. You know what I mean? Because there's just something about the not just how they do the hype and how they do their marketing, but it's just it's still such a good game. Even if there's certain core aspects of the game you don't like or don't agree with, there's still so much fun to do. And so um, I'm glad that I'm excited for it, that I wasn't that discouraged about it, but I also hope that I wasn't too vocal about my discouragement. Hopefully next time, if I ever get discouraged about something, I remember how exciting every change is. But this coming uh, league looks... I, I don't think I've ever been more excited for a league because of the Arch Nemesis changes coming. I, 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 honestly, I don't even... New- right, I don't even care about the league. Just, I'm excited to play Arch Nemesis, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. Anything new to me is good. I'll take it. And that's why you come back to Path of Exile. I don't come back to Path of Exile to play the exact same thing every league. I'm not a standard player. I want change. I want something new. I want something exciting. And uh, the Jewel and Ailment one was fine, but the Arch Nemesis one has been very exciting. I'm, I'm excited for the Curse one. Yes. I don't even remember what the other one is. I don't either. So it doesn't even matter. 
but uh yeah i'm i'm excited i think uh it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to the the league in december and uh yeah see what else comes this week did you play it all this week do you have anything to talk about or are we uh, are we good eldrick altars now let's skip it we've uh, talked yeah, long fine. enough we can talk about that next week yeah eldrick all right, altars was the last one and then right, a potential fifth one if it was needed Right. So we've done Jewels and Mitigation, we've done Arch Nemesis, and now it's Curses and Eldritch Altars. Mm-hmm. And remember people, these are manifestos, they are not patch notes, they are still being sorted. So this is just a teaser into the minds at GGG and what's happening, so I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Samesies, J-Dog. Samesies. Sweet. So we can wrap this up, episode 163 of Forever Exiled. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else, we'll see you next week in episode 164. If you're looking for more information, you'll find it down below. We got a website, foreverxl.com, or on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord, which you should be a part of. And Patreon, other ways to support the podcast, you'll find that down below. Don't forget to hit that five stars on Spotify and Apple if you're listening, because you guys are awesome. Bye. Bye. And yes, I agree. You are fantastically awesome.